All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Avery. We have Connor. How are we doing, boys? Could have been better. Could have been better. As Avery is sitting there, he has a foot and a boot with a high ankle sprain. Um, he got it, you know, playing against the Suns because he did choose the Bucks. You know, he, yeah. he, got, he got hit by a bear. Yeah, I fought that a bear. That bear, dude. But we weren't in the woods. Yeah, so apparently the high ankle sprain was the worst the doctor has ever seen that is not broken. Um, so Avery says. Um, he also hurt his knee. <laughs> he scraped his knee up. And steps, so he's steps, just having a hell of a He time. also steps on some glass today with his I non- did step on some glass. glass. Yeah. Also, yeah. hope you like the new acoustics. This is their new place, which is we nice. Are, we are in our new place. Um, it, it is the new recording studio, as we like to call it. Um, it's more little comfy. change of scenery, a little bit more spacious. But um, I, I'm, I'm going to... I enjoy this. I, like I enjoy the the spaciousness. You can. We have an upstairs. We have a yard. It just it just doesn't feel cramped. It does not. We can actually fit three people in the kitchen. Why three people are in a kitchen studio? Who knows? But who knows? We might have some. Avery might show you some cooking tutorials for quesadillas. I do make some bomb quesadillas. He does make some bomb quesadillas. But Avery's struggling. But how are you doing, Connor? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, being off this summer has been nice. Uh, working for the school has been nice, but my days have blended together so much. I've kind of forgotten like what day we're in, and I'm still amazed that like I keep telling people I have a blank check till August 19th that I can keep cashing. But once that 19th hits, oh boy, they're about to come to collect. You you know that. I don't know why you said the 19th. Because that's the first day we have to be back at Garinger. No, he meant August. That's August 16th. Uh, August 16th. Well, then. I was about to say, well, you're going to show up three days late. Listen, I already said days are blending together. But it's been nice. I mean, I, I had a fun time watching the – we're watching highlights right now of the game. It was that you good. good. Um, flip a six upside down into nine. Yeah. Heard. Yeah, I so. got dyslexia. Um, Last week – you were not on the podcast because you were at the beach. So how was your vacation? Uh, it was nice. Um, I got my, my brother and I bought my mom like beach beachfront like one time with vacation. And she was like, that spoiled her. So we got like a really nice place. Um, got a lot of sun. Got to be in the beach. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the last podcast. Uh, it was, I think it was really good banter. I mean, you know. It was awesome. Shout outs to dad. Yeah, he um, was. He. uh he brought a sense of humor, and he doesn't think that he brought that sense of humor. But I, he did bring that sense I, of humor. Yeah, when he was I just like, what do y'all say, rest in peace, he's actually dead. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And <laughs> I like how he brought up the first girl to get 10 points on the um, – first person to get 10 points on the uh, in the Olympics. That was pretty cool. That's like someone I knew about, but I never really think about her that much. Because you said, name your top five Olympians. And he named the first person to get like a perfect 10 with oh, like yeah. gymnasts. Yeah. And I was like, that was pretty good. And he and him and I both agree. Miracle on Ice. I think Avery said that, that that's like one of my big. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Olympics. For sure. I, I for some reason I didn't put two and two together that it was in the Olympics that that yeah. happened. I knew that it happened, but I didn't know it was in the Olympics. But with you not being here, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to dock it out of your pay. Um, that I come to collect. I guess <laughs> we get paid. Wait, <laughs> wait, y'all been getting paid? No, I guess Jacob. Seen, has. Have you seen the We the Millers where it's like? I'm making a hundred thousand dollars. You're making hundred thousand. I'm making ten thousand. You're making ten thousand. I'm making a thousand. The guy's like, you guys are getting paid. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I haven't a- seen Avery that movie in a long time. A cheer wine and Doritos. Yeah, I make all the money from the channel, and then I have Connor's to pay like, to get over here. Yeah, Connor's like, 
<laughs> Wait, you guys are getting paid? But since we are a sports podcast, we got to talk about the sports. And the number one thing that's going on in the sports world is the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Phoenix Suns in six games. Um, Giannis last night dropped a 50-piece, not 51, not 49, as he said the Chick-fil-A girl. He dropped a 50-piece. Um, but how do we feel – how do we feel about this win? I'm uh, going to let Avery go first. He yeah. called it. I just want to say, Jacob doubted the Bucks all season. Said first round exits, maybe second. Drew Holiday wouldn't make them that much better. And I tried to tell him, Drew has the intangibles, not the points, but his defensive presence and leadership as a veteran point guard will help them tremendously. He's not the only reason they won, but Eric Bledsoe wouldn't have got you through any of those series. And I just a little bit of a ego right now that now I call. I it. I, now I feel you. Go ahead. I, I think it was a good game. Um, one once in game, I think it was game five when they stole the ball from Devin Booker and last like, shot. Yeah, and Giannis slammed it down. I think it was game over. Like lights out. Like I messaged a friend when the game was over. I was like, the Bucks really took two to the chest and then went nuts. And that's exactly what they did. And I think a big criticism of them last year was like their inability to adapt to mm-hmm. like another team. And I think that they adapted very well to the Suns. Because I thought after those first two games, I was like, I don't know yeah. how in the world. Did y'all hear Kinder Perkins say that the, the Bucks are the dumbest team in NBA yeah. history? I mean, or NBA Finals history. They because were. They had lost two in a row and they hadn't really adapted much. And he said that they were the dumbest team in Finals history. And then they come back and win four straight. Yeah. I think that you one can't thing. Can't blame them though. Well, and that's the thing is like the Suns are a good team. Like they they're the best in the West, and most people consider the West like if you win the West Finals, like you're going to win the NBA Finals because you're that good. So maybe this might bring a little bit more legitimacy to the East since that's been like the weakest division for like the last like 60 years. But um, I will say though that it was refreshing to see a Finals that did not feature like a perennial like Giannis and CP3 are all-stars but it's not a Steph it's not a LeBron it's not KD it's like yes Giannis is it's It's new it's new it's not I think it was even though even though Giannis is a two-time MVP MVP and he's a star but it's like he's never made the finals two small market teams yeah two small market teams so I I am I am a CP3 fan um I, I I did want him to win and I'll let you finish I'll say two things last thing is I'm glad he made it. I'm glad he finally made it to the mountain. I know he didn't play great in games four and five. He did okay in game six, but Giannis was unstoppable. I think we should do away with the end game interviews. Like somebody asked this man after playing in the Are in the game retire? for sixteen years, how does it feel? <laughs> and he lose? just said we lost. Like I think that Maybe it's because I also remember seeing Cam Newton speak about like the Super Bowl right when the game's over. Like you're talking about the most competitive give men. Him a, give him a and, second. Yeah, yeah, men and women on earth, and you're gonna sit here and go like, "What went wrong?" Like you know, I cannot fathom what feelings are going through their head of being up two and and everything and and blowing this. So I think that there should be a question of like maybe we should give it like a week or two weeks to interview these men after winning, or maybe the team that win that won. Yeah. Ask him your questions. They're euphoric. But for the team that lost, give him some space. Yeah. And I think that this year, you know, being older and, and after seeing it a few times, I don't enjoy those types of interviews. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy seeing these players be like, I know it brings a sense of realism that like these are like, they're just like me, how I would feel like if I worked hard on something and I failed. But 
like just seeing like people get asked like how's it feel and it's like we lost like what do you want me to say like what do you yeah. want me to do yeah so go ahead and and, and Jake. No, it's just one of those things where um, I do agree with you on those, like, in the exit interviews, like, after like after a person's lost the game. And I wouldn't even say, like, you're you're 100% right at the end of a series. Yeah, like but a series. Like, but, in, like, in a normal pl- in a even, normal normal game, sure, exhibition, I it's mean, like... But you even look at Game 5 where the guy's like, he Devin Booker just dropped 42, and the like reporter's Devin. like, how do you... F- how do you how, feel how, for how Chris? Bad, yeah, how bad do you feel for Chris Paul? And it's like... At that point, it's like, bro. I think he said that's a stupid question. No, he, he said just next said question. Next, yeah. yeah, he, he said looked, next question. Even Chris was like, bro, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that, yeah, like, if, you, if you're playing one of the million 72, 73 games you have in a normal NBA season, after, like, a loss, it's like, all right, hey, what'd you do wrong? We lost. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, okay, yeah, like, you know, for the Hornets, like, LaMelo can go, like, I didn't pass very well. We need to adjust on this. But after, like, the finals, man, like, getting there and then losing – it's like asking after. It's like pulling Aaron Rodgers after losing his home playoff game for the first mm, time. It's yeah. like, it's like, hey, Aaron, how you feel? And it's like, I'm gone. I like, <laughs> what, like, what do you expect this man to say? And I think that a good interesting was on HBO show the barber shop or, or the shop Brady was there, and he's like, I don't say like ninety percent of what I say is like completely false. Like it's not what I mean. It's like. You know, I think uh, Draymond Green, I know you hate him, was just like, yeah, I'm going to be pissed. Like, get the heck out of my face. I'm going to get fined for speaking my mind. Like, I'm going to curse at somebody if I lost. You know, like, yeah. I think that we need Fuck to. Draymond Green. I, if he comes through this door, ain't nobody stopping I him. I hate Draymond Green. I, I don't know whether you got to that part of the podcast uh, last I did, week, I did. But he was I my did. number one dislike. I so, um, I think it, it will be interesting to see, like, how the NBA reacts to this, though. No, like, I feel you. I Oh, my bad. I was just going to say, I think this is one of those finals where no matter who wins, unless you absolutely have a vendetta against a player, it was like you'll be happy for whoever won. Yeah. yeah and like, it's good to see a I guy mean, like Giannis. One of them are I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my Bucks jersey today. Like, I'm, well, it's Ray Allen, but Giannis decided to take, the take my boy's number. Yeah. But um, – I never put that. Yeah, that I never together. knew that. Giannis right and, and Ray Allen. So I, that's what the thing, I talked to my friends. Like, that's weird if they retire Ray Allen's number in Jersey. Like, Giannis is wearing it. So there's no way you're retiring the number. Ray wasn't there long enough. He was there True. like three, four years and went to Seattle and then Boston. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, we'll see. But um, your thoughts on the finals? So I, I am a grown man. And that's grown men have start. to admit when they're wrong. Mm. And I, for the first time that I can remember on this show, will tell you wholeheartedly that I was wrong. I, I've been flowers. hard on the Bucks for the past two years <laughs> since we started the show. Since we yeah. started the show yeah. in like August, August of 2019. We're almost. I year. have been. I have rebooted. It, show. It's almost been no. It's. With OGs, with Buddy oh, okay. and, and Adam, like I had been hard on the Bucks because it was a Giannis show. Giannis had all the intangibles. Giannis had the 50 points, but they never could piece it together to give him the people to surround himself with. Um, but this is the first time that I can remember 
that this is a legitimate, other than the Raptors in probably about 2017, 2018, this is a legitimate homegrown team. Mm -hmm. You had Chris Middleton who came in with Giannis in about 2014, and I know that they did trade. He played in the G League. Yeah, like I know that they traded for Drew Holiday, which was huge because, like, the Suns are great, but the Suns couldn't sto- score because they were getting suffocated I mean, we, by Drew Holiday, by P- Giannis, by PJ, um, PJ P- Tucker, PJ Tucker um, Chris Middleton. Like we're talking about Drew Holiday, which could arguably be Defensive Player of the Year at any point. We got Giannis, who should have been Defensive Player of the yeah, Year, Drew, arguably. Drew has been first team All Defense point guard like the last six seasons. Yeah, you can. And, sorry, go ahead. And it's just one of those things where I will admit when I'm wrong, and the Bucks showed something. And to me, the biggest thing, and I don't like the Bucks organization. I don't like P.J. Tucker, to be honest with you. Um, but Giannis, you don't see many times where a player stays loyal to a team. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it with Dirk. We've seen it with Kobe. We've seen it a couple different times. Um, but you don't see many times where, like, Giannis, after a second-round exit last year, had every right to go to the Heat, who had just lost in the finals. He could have went literally anywhere. He could have went to the Suns. They thought and, he was going to go to the Warriors. Yeah, he could have went to the Warriors, but he stayed loyal to Milwaukee. Um, and I think that speaks volumes of, like, I don't like the Bucks, but I like Giannis for doing that because the fact that he – now he got paid. Like he yeah. he got a big contract. Like five years. Uh, he he didn't max. take it for for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that he stayed with the team and then fulfilled his promise that he set in 2014 of I'm gonna stay with Milwaukee and I'm gonna win us a championship. Yeah. And the fact that he did that is remarkable to me. Yeah. Um, I think that the Suns are still a very young team. I mean, we're talking about Devin Booker, who's 24 years old, and I know that CP3 is starting to get up there in age. I think he's 36. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about DeAndre Aiden, which is this is his like second or third year in the league, which he's only gonna get better. Devin Booker's only gonna get better. Can Hopefully, they run it back? They, they the, can. Uh, the Bucks the or Suns. the both Suns? Both, I guess. I think both could run it back at any point. The thing is, is that it depends I think the Chris Bucks Paul are going to have a harder kind of build up to it because I think the Nets are going to come back with Strong. Kyrie and come back stronger and better than ever. Um, now the West, uh, the West, you obviously got the Lakers, you obviously got the Clippers, you got the Jazz, you got the Nuggets, you got the Trailblazers. All five of those teams that I just named, six of those then teams you got the are like Mavericks. Like all six, seven, eight of those teams have, could go really far in do the playoffs. Do you know what the Suns need to do? What? Trade for Kawhi because for some reason Kawhi is the only player that can just magically go to a franchise and immediately get so them. So I'm starting. Immediately starting to get them a, a ring. I'm starting to soften on Kawhi a little bit because Kawhi, like Raptors, Kawhi was incredible. Even when he like, was with the Spurs, like he was one, incredible. Yeah, he just came. But it's just one. one of those things where if you're not on the floor, then what use are you? Yeah. And that's the thing with Kawhi the past two seasons is that the Clippers arguably – I think that if the the Clippers had Kawhi they in would. this playoffs, think I think they win it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this – I don't know if it's a hot take or what, but the fact that they can go five, six games with the uh, Phoenix Suns and then – Without Kawhi, mm-hmm. like, I think Ty Lue could have got them there. I think that uh, Paul George 
is a number two. I think that Paul George is an excellent number two. He is the, arguably, in my opinion, he's the best Robin in the league. Mm-hmm. But Kawhi is that Batman. It's just one of those but things. But if he's not on the floor, then what yeah. What purpose do you serve? I, I just think, I keep seeing that like people are saying that like, the reason why I bring up Kawhi is because Kawhi is in every trade rumor. I ever, like. I know Dame is potentially moving, and I know that there's a lot of other players, but I, I saw someone make the point of, like, Kawhi will go to a franchise and immediately get them to win, but he cannot be your centerpiece. He's like that player that, like, you've built a team, you need that final push, trade for Kawhi, Kawhi will give you the final push you need, and then he needs to be, like, a journeyman basketball yeah. player. Like, go to the Suns, help the Suns win. Immediately sign a one-year contract yeah. with the Dallas Mavericks. Get them to the contention to win. And then sign somewhere else. I like th- He's an anomaly to me. It's, it's one like, of those things where it's like, I don't really think the Suns— I think the Suns could run it back, but I think that they're one big player away. No, I agree. Because um, the Bucks. This showed. is a little side tangent, but the next person who I want to see win a championship that is a Giannis-type player— is Dame. You talked about the Trailblazers just a if, second ago. Yeah. I don't think that they have the same way in which the Bucks traded for Drew Holiday to try to give them another piece, another a little bit closer to the conference championship to win a finals. Mm-hmm. That's going to have to happen with Dame and the Trailblazers because CJ McCollum is a good number two, He's maybe a, number three. He is a three. Kawhi would fit well with them. I, I think that Kawhi would be great with them, but it's just one of those things where like, like I just said, Kawhi is great. And, like, what he's done, he is arguably one of the best postseason players we've ever seen. But if he cannot stay on the floor, and he's been injury-prone literally from the time that he was in with the Spurs until the time with the Raptors, he missed a couple of games with the Raptors, and now with the Clippers, like, if you can't stay on the floor, then I would rather somebody be consistent and give me – 15 points a game, 20 points a game, but be on the floor every day than Kawhi, who can come in, get you 30 points, but only plays half the game. I think that the problem with the Phoenix Suns, they were smothered. And I think that small ball is a great idea, but I'm still an idea that you need some big men out there because if you are the Phoenix Suns and you get smothered, you're not doing anything. And well, I think had that Frank they the had, tank out there. yeah, they had no, they had no option to stop the Bucks. Like the Bucks offense was, I know they were leading at halftime too, yeah. but like once Giannis took over, the, so will, they need they need a player who's maybe somewhat of defensive specialist and a little bit maybe a little bit bigger who could guard a bigger player. The Bucks and I think were they could a do bad it. matchup for them. Yeah, on yeah. all aspects, because anybody on that team could guard the one through four except for maybe Drew. Well, the thing is, is that I think, and this is a hot take, but I do think that they're a big play, player away. But I think that big player needs to be a big man mm-hmm. because. Other than DeAndre Aiden on the Tro- Suns, there was no a power forward. big man get, that could be there. Get Kawhi to the Lakers. No. But but in exchange, the Suns somehow get Anthony Davis. That's that would be cool. LeBron's playing with AD no, until he retires. I, I know. No. I think that'd be nuts. AD <laughs> on the Suns Here's would be my cool. hot take. Porzingis? Cat. Cat? Mm, that'd be solid. They're, the Timberwolves... The Timberwolves should be in rebuilding mode anyway. Just sell your Cat star. is a. What about Cat, Ben Simmons? No, he's a point guard. Ben Simmons is a point guard though. Well, like he's, he, even but though he's, he's, big, he's a defensive specialist. He is a defensive specialist, but for point guards or trade it, for Joel. I don't think Joel's going to be up for big. sale, but I think Cat. I mean, they literally had the worst record in the league last year. I mean, Cat is the perfect guy who you get DeAndre Aiden. 
to maybe even become that power forward. You get Cat to be the center or flip-flop him. Yeah. You're talking about the new Twin Towers. It, Rest in peace. It all depends on what Chris Paul does because he has a player option and he can opt out of his contract yeah. by August 1st and be a free agent. I don't think he will, though. I, I heard I Magic he was like, hey, Chris, come to the Lakers. It's like every free agent ever is supposed to go to the Lakers, but I'll, I'll it see It would this. make sense. Who would? Yes. It, so he said Kawhi. I said Cat. Who would be that piece that you would want on that Suns team that would take them to that next level, if take I, them to win that final? If I could, if I could actually pick, I think Dame Lillard with the Suns would be a nasty. Life. I think that backcourt would be too congested. It would just be you. I don't care what you do. Points would happen no matter what. Yeah, but I mean, they we're talking a, about they C- need a floor general. CP3 yeah, like CP three is that floor general. You would have D book at the two, and if you had Dame, Dame would be the two. D book would be the three, and D book is not a three. I don't even know about so. It, it would be one of those like we're going to get points because that bench. Could you imagine if Dame Lillard comes off after being playing for like forty minutes or thirty minutes, and then CP three comes on there and immediately runs, and it's mm-hmm. like you just have. It's like the Nets. It's like football. As, just get as high powered yeah. as yeah, humanly possible. No, I get what you're saying. It's just one of those things where but I feel like I don't like, think there's no way Kawhi and the Portland are going to make no, these, no, know, absolutely yeah, not. There's no way. But it's I feel like. Guards are a dime a dozen, but good centerpiece big men are so hard to come by that if you can get that, and especially maybe even get two, because I think De- uh, DeAndre Aiden is going to be a good one. Who's the dude in Washington with um, Russell? Who's uh, Rui? Rushmore? No, no, no. He's like the other like really good on the Washington. That's Bradley Beal. Once again, another, He's another guard. Guards. I think oh. I think there's too many – I think that they're good on backcourt. I think that they need a big man. Hell, do I, even, they don't even need. They don't how about really this? Need we, we we give them Cody Zeller, and uh, bro, hot take. You get Jared Allen, the fro from uh from Cleveland. Cleveland. I was gonna say like Miles Turner would fit well with Phoenix. Miles Turner would be a great, and he's gonna be a free agent this yeah. year. Uh, now. If you're a Hornets fan, which y'all y'all both we are, want y'all better try to get Miles because Cody Zeller is not it. Well, I heard the Hornets are actually looking at Nerlens Noel. Why? Nerlens Noel is garbage. I mean, he led the league in blocks. Listen. Did he really? And rebounds. I did not. I think he was like he, didn't he, lead he was, the league he was like top ten. Though. Somebody had the audacity to post Lamella Ball with the trophy saying like soon, and I said this man needs to like leave this mm. this subreddit. But go ahead. I think it was fun. This is fun because it's last year, you know, the pandemic and the Lakers one, that's great. But it's like Steph, LeBron, Steph, LeBron, everyone else. And now it's like a breath of fresh air. So Miles Turner is your. That's your, mine for yours. I think Phoenix. I think go. that's a good one. I think that's, that's a good the one. most realistic. And if they one couldn't get I'm him, talking, I'd I'm say talking psychopath. Porzingis, but Porzingis. I know he's kind of washed, but he might help them out yeah. scoring wise at power forward. All right. Gentlemen, you have a board in front of you. We are going to play a little bit of a game. All right? So, do we need two pins? It, you do not need two pins. You just need one. What we are going to do is we are going to go from 2000, 2000 to 2021. This is not going to be good for me. And you are going to try to say the team who is associ- who won the championship that year. All right? So, the way that the scoring is going to work, I, oh, have, I oh. have a board in front of me. Oh, I'm just gonna let this. I, I will. I will. I'm not winning this. But you keep going. If if you want, if you want, I've not looked at this yet. So you could be this, the score we'll person. That's fine. Here, you want to you want to do I, it? Can I write all the dates? Yeah, sure. It doesn't yeah. matter. So, so you go up. ahead. Here, give me give me that. 
I have to say, I'm not good with the dates. I know, I know who kind of so vaguely here, won, but so not here's everything. here's what we're gonna do. So you want player MVP? So how it's gonna work is oh. that we get two points if we guess the team in the correct date. So say for instance, take last year, which was obviously the Lakers. Okay. But if I say in 2019 the Lakers won, which is incorrect, you yes, only get it would it would only be one point. So if you're off by one year either side then you get one point but if you get it the same year same team you get two points okay so go ahead you type also your stuff get up. an extra point if you get the mvp but it's one of those things where you either get it or you don't there is no half a point so you said 2000 so we can go let's go up to 2021 and start working our way down okay so so obviously 2021 are we writing it down or something? Yes, writing it down we'll just so we so we have the honor system. Okay, it's going to be a little bit of radio silence. Here, so, give uh, us give us ten seconds. Okay, no, that's cool. I'll and, so I need to teach us to Jacob. So, all right, so you all good? right, so you have fifteen yeah. seconds. All right, go ahead. Both right. get two points, right? So mine is twenty twenty one. The yeah. Bucks, Giannis. So both of us got three points. Three points, okay. Yes, because we got the two points for having it on the right. All year, right, so 2019, then, 2020, go. We'll just I'll give you three points. We don't need to do this one. We all know what it is, right? All right, everyone got three points. <laughs> uh, Lakers and LeBron, right? Lakers. Yeah, and yeah LeBron, I don't even yeah. think we need to even. Shit, I mean, I don't even know who won in 2019. Yeah, I don't think we need to be all crazy about this. All right, 2019 is to say it together. This is where we start to get okay. into the... Bro, I, honestly, those all those years are mixed up for me. Okay, that's my problem. It's like, I got mixed up years. I didn't know we were getting points for getting teams correct. All right. So, go ahead. Jacob, show me yours and I can see. That is correct. Avery. This is kind of weird since this is a talking format. Raptors yes, that is correct. Kawhi. I was right. Yes. Raptors and Kawhi is correct. Uh-huh. So both of us got three points. That makes so more sense with what you we mean. are now in the. So you all have nine points. So what year are we at now? 2018-2019 or 2017-2018? You're in the 2018 year. Okay. Okay. So 2018. This is awesome, actually. I enjoy this. All right. So. Yes, you're both correct. Warriors and KD. All right, once again, 2017, 10 seconds. Dang, field goal percentage was .569. Not, that's some good shooting. He is correct. It's the Warriors. The Warriors went back-to-back. And KD. I remember. But he does get one point because he uh, he got the Cavs, which are one year off. Well, why don't you just keep that a secret? Because he's got to guess it correct. I'm well, you you would tell him. You should tell him oh. that he's one year off. You're one year off. Okay. All right. So once again, let's go. 20, All right. So we're now in 2016. 2016. <laughs> Whoa! I didn't expect to Avery to get that one right. <laughs> so it is the Cavs and LeBron. Cavs and LeBron. All right. So 2015. That man got Finals MVP. Ain't no way. You're he's he's right. I know it's the Warriors, but it's Andre Iguodala. I forgot about yeah, it. Steph doesn't. Have so I got two. MVP. I got two points. He got the full three. 
So that's crazy. Warriors and Andre Iguodala. All right, 2014. That's where things get hazy. You, do we got to go to 2000? Because like that is a far away. Yeah, we and should do that. Okay, he got it correct. Yeah, it is Spurs and Kawhi in 2014. Yep. I got so nervous. <laughs> All right, 2013-2012. I'm putting this as a combo year. I wonder why, gentlemen. Can you get it correct? All right, let's see. Avery's writing. Yes, you both get six points. So it is Heat and LeBron James. He got it in 2013 and in 2012. Um, so we are in the now 2011 year. Yes. This was the upset year. All right. So close. I know which one. It is very hard for a team to three-peat, man. It's really – it's amazing to me that, like, you get really close, but then a team just comes up. I, I don't think I'm right. You are wrong on all accounts. It is Mavs. Oh, that's Dirk. it. I swear I thought – That was the upset year I was talking about. All right, yeah. so – I put Spurs and Tim Duncan. This by the way. is uh, your your. Well, I can't. I don't think I can give that hint. Twenty twelve and two thousand twenty ten and two thousand nine are combo year. Oh. So if you they are both uh, the same, so we just we'll run it back. I'm not, I'm not gonna do set back to back. That's that's the two Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Lakers one two three. One two three. It was Kobe and the L A Lakers. If I'm doing my math, Jacob is slightly ahead. Um. I think. I think I'm like one point ahead. It it might be he's one point ahead, but we'll see. 2008. This is the considerably one of the most underperforming teams. Yes. It actually is Paul Pierce. It is not Kevin Garnett. Oh, really? dang it. I was going to put Paul Pierce, so see, we put the I, Celtics. We both put KG. Yeah. Yes. All right, 2007. I could have swore it was KG. 2007. Good luck, gentlemen. We're just going to keep on putting this because it's got to be here somewhere. I'm waiting for him. Jacob, you are correct in one of them. I think. Two. It is the Spurs, but Tony Parker won. Interesting. Okay. okay. So, this is 2006. Really, really fun. 2006. 2006. This is where it gets hazy. Dang, there was 11 rebounds per game in 2021. That is a lot of rebounds. Okay, I got mine, but... Let me see. No. No, I was way off. You are a year off. You're both a year off. Is that what we both said? Yes, it is. Miami Heat, Dwayne Wade. That's the D Wade year. I thought that was 05. I don't know. 2005 I... is the Spurs one we Tim, just got. Spurs Tim Duncan. Spurs Tim Duncan. That okay, is correct. Okay, so I was off of yet. So we did get one point for the last one though because we were one year off. Okay, the scoring is becoming very complex. <laughs> All right, That's um, I was gonna handle it. 2004. So before the Spurs. Good luck, gentlemen. Let me see. I already have mine. No, that's not. No. No? No. 2004. Do it again. You got another 10 seconds. Oh. Is this the 0304? This is 0304. Oh. No, 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 no. This is, yes, because it's 
0304, 2004. You are you are you're off, but try again. I think I'm you're confused. I'm gonna give you this is my my special gift, the one time deal. Don't cheat. I'm a teacher. I know when you're cheating. Yes, you are correct. Well, On saw. both. Yes, Chauncey Billups, Detroit Pistons, well, 2004. I saw it. I I, I didn't right. mean to look. All right, one, two, three. Jacob, you are leading. All right, 2003. That is what you guys thought the first time. Oh, I was one year off too? Yes, you were both one year off. I'm not giving you the point since I redid that one because I think that I was confusing when I could have said it better. Spurs, Tim Duncan is correct. I swear they won. Mavericks Mavericks only won one time in the last 20 years. They lost to the Heat. Yes, Spurs and Tim Duncan. getting mixed up. (sighs) The only thing is this is great for us, but – the people who are listening probably yeah. have no idea. We're gonna this work is on a nine-point play from 2002 to 2000. Nine-point play. If you can get this right. Yes. This was the three-peat by the Lakers and Shaq. Yeah. So, I don't, I'm not counting this. Hey, Jacob definitely won this one. Yeah, he won by like seven. Because for some reason, My I, got, pen, no. I got hung up on the Mavericks. I think this reason. is fun, and I would do this for football or something else. But I think I when you asked me for, like, MVP, I was like, there's no way. There's no way I'm getting this one. I we did completely spaced out on Dwayne Wade. No, I was a year off, I think. I was going to put D. Can Wade I on the next a, one. the cap? My, my pen fell. I, I don't – it's under there still. Oh, I can't – I couldn't it. find it. Well – this is why we are working on a YouTube channel. So, talking about MVPs, we got to talk about how Aaron Rodgers, over the last week, um, was supposed to get a five-year deal. He was offered a five-year deal from the Packers that would make him the highest-paid athlete, highest-paid quarterback in NBA or NFL, NFL history, history. But he turned it down. So, how do we feel about that? Are are we starting to sour on Aaron Rodgers? What's Man. kind of our take on Aaron Rodgers? I Earlier in the offseason, I was like, yeah, he's probably going to return because they'll offer him money. But after this, I think – There's no way. I think he's just going to hold out until they trade him. I think it's either trade, release, or I th- or he sits out. I'm going to make an early prediction. He gets traded to Denver. That'd be wild. That, they, that they would be a pretty good probably the best team in all their missings a quarterback. I – The Bears. No. Them, I mean, well, Justin – Maybe. Last year, maybe. But Justin Fields is pretty solid. I – I have not given up hope. Not hope's not the right. I have not given up the idea that Aaron Rodgers is not going to play for Green Bay. Yeah, I think that he is proven to be a master of PR, and he knows what he's doing. So him turning down the contract sends the message of, I am not really worried. Like I want the money. That's great, but that's not what I'm looking at. I'm looking at control. Mm. I want control. So the only way yeah. I can think about it is if the Packers come back to him and they basically bend the knee and go like, all right, we'll give you whatever you want. But you want this guy fired? We'll fire him. I was about to say, they want, he wants the GM gone. I, I think if, if, the, if the Packers – the problem I think is – I don't know how confirmed this is, but I really do believe that the NFL, like the NFL owners would shit bricks if they saw – a player get a GM fired because that sends the message that they, to every that, other yeah. like 
don't get me wrong. I am not against the idea that Aaron Rodgers should have some control over the organization. It, it is he is the quarterback. He saw Tom Brady go to the Bucks and pull whoever, and he just spoke at the White House for winning a Super Bowl. But I don't think that I don't think that there should be that much control on a football team for the players as I do think for a basketball team. Basketball team is six men on the court with the backcourt that you know you your bench. Football is what fifty-four man roster. Like yes, the quarterback should be like I like this wide receiver over this wide receiver. But if they see a GM get fired and Aaron Rodgers keeps his job, that man has the most pressure on him than anybody else. Because if he gets a man fired and he does not win, I am immediately calling into question the mm. ability for him to think. And I think that the 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 GM of the Packers and the owner of the Packers are never going to let him go. Like They're going to yeah. trade him before that happens. So I think control is an excellent word. Um, he, he wants to be control over – he wants to have control over who – I don't, I don't know if it's personnel of GM coach, but I know that he wants to have control over wide receivers, over offensive linemen, over kind of player personnel. He just wants to have a say in it. He wants to have a say. That's the thing. Um, and I feel like it, it's one of those things, and this is my saying on this, and I know that there's the whole shut up and play movement and everything like that. But I have this saying, and Pat McAfee says it all the time, be who you can afford to be. Mm-hmm. If you are a backup offensive lineman, you don't have a say because you haven't been afforded that say. Yeah. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, who's a 16-year vet in the league, a two-time MVP, a Super Bowl, Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl MVP, he had like he can be afforded Tom Brady, same thing. Like you can afford to be LeBron James, same thing. You can afford to be Cocky, you can afford to be arrogant. You can afford to put yourself first because you are that dude and you have been forever. I think that is a absolutely valid argument. But my question is, Aaron Rodgers is very good, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. But I think from what they look at it, they go, yes, you went on a miraculous run to win the Super Bowl when our defense was very good. We managed to win. You've gone, what, three, two to three times to the NFC Championship game? It was two straight. Two straight. But I think they lost to Seattle like Yeah, like they've been ago. very close each time, and they haven't been able to deliver. And That's the GM's he fault. Finally, yeah. I guess that's the GM's fault, but he finally gets his home game, and it's like, all right, you got it. And he threw – I know Tom Brady threw three picks, but he also threw a bunch of picks. That and, game was on Matt LaFleur. That wasn't on Aaron. So, I, I think – And I do is. think that there's somewhat of like a, well, <laughs> we've seen Tom – Tom Brady immediately moved to a new team and won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady, I think, is one of the only maybe handful of players that I can see that could absolutely demand because he's won six. I know, but Tom Brady – I think that part of the reason why he got that Super Bowl was he could ha- bring in people. He I agree. brought in the Gronk. Under- he brought that's, in the that's Antonio what I'm Brown. Saying. He was able to bring in those people, and he knew what he was doing. But The playoff Lenny's. He yeah. basically has more rings than entire organizations. But now, do you think that during his – during here's the thing. I will defend Aaron Rodgers until I die because I think that he is one of the most – mishandled quarterbacks we've ever seen. If you ask any NFL expert, Aaron Rodgers is 
in your top 10 yeah, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what. But absolutely. He, you cannot tell me that, and honestly, Brett Favre's the same way. You cannot tell me that you would draft a man's replacement with three years left on his contract. I know that you might have all the respect in the world for Jordan Love, but the fact that since he came into the league in 2005, they have not spent one first-round pick on an offensive player other than the quarterback is freaking beyond me. I and understand. I, hold on. give me. Let me let me finish. And it's one of those things where Tom Brady, I know that Tom Brady's the go, and I know he's won seven championships, but – in Tampa Bay, he was afforded the luxury of adding and cutting players as he needed. And I would guarantee you that even when he was with the Patriots for the last four, five, six, ten years, he had some of those same decisions. And we're talking about Aaron Rodgers doesn't want all of the power. He wants to share some of the power. That's and my... nobody else get, like Aaron Rodgers hey, gets I it. Mean, I guarantee you that Patrick Mahomes vet, gets it. Every other vet, Ben, Drew... They True. all they all talk to the quarterback yeah. and see who they want to bring yes, in. Yes, what I'm saying is Nick Foles got told about Justin Fields coming in. <laughs> yes, I I know I agree with you Dalton. that Aaron Rodgers deserves some control, but I'm wondering how much control does he want? It because depends how much they want to win. I guess, but that's my issue of like you have Devontae Adams, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Your O line was your O line was not that bad. They do a pretty good job protecting him. Their defensive line was garbage and lost to San Francisco, who got ran over. So it wasn't like they needed offensive weapons. They needed the defensive side, where it's like, yes, I agree with you. The last ten years not drafting a first round um, talent is outrageous. They're but- glaring holes. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but they're glaring holes where depth at receiver and depth at linebacker. Their D line was good. Their linebackers weren't. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand, like, what the Packers are doing where it's like, well, yes, he needs some control, but I think it's gotten past the point now that unless they give him unchecked privilege, which I don't think they're going to give him, it's he's going to go. Yeah, it's either they trade him or they fire the GM at this point. And, and it's one of those things where, like I said, a be who you can afford to be. And he can afford to withhold. He could afford – to be a Lev Bell and sit out the entire season because my man literally has so much. <laughs> my man over his career, I think, has over $150 million made. Sponsorships, and too. Spon- plus yeah, State the Farm. sponsorships. Yeah. I mean, State Farm. Yeah. Je- Jeopardy. Like Jeopardy. The $20 that he got for Jeopardy. Um, he only got 20 bucks for Jeopardy? No. Oh. It's just but small in comparison. It, it's just one of those things where he can afford to be this guy. He can afford to make demands. How much he won control, MVP last how year. How much control are you going to give your quarterback? If, if you were if the we're GM. Talk, if we're talking about, give me a name and I would tell, I would I, tell I, you I, how I, much. Aaron Rodgers... If right now, but if Aaron you're the Rodgers, Packers... Aaron Rodgers, you just won MVP. You want the GM gone, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Right there. Who do you want to bring in? Who do you want to bring in? Yep. It shouldn't. I really don't think it you should bring, be this much you of tell a me debate. For Pat, Patrick Mahomes, you want, you want the GM gone? He's gone. GMs I, are expendable. Once in a generation talents, not. Because who, who, you never know. Packers could be in the – in the, in the dirt for 50 years trying to find a quarterback. After yes, this. and I get that, but I'm just trying to think of it as like the, the, the business side of the – if I was an owner. Now, yes, you can call them all terrible people. They're all billionaires. Now, yes, there's a few out there which I will not defend. You have your Texans owners, the, the Washington football team owner, like absolute you know garbage individuals. 
But if I was the owner, it's weird where it's like I own. And I know the Packers are very special because like there's not really an owner. There is no owner. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. like there's like the corp the corporation owns it or whatever or the group. But if I was David Tepper and like yes Cam Newton was let's say Cam Newton's my quarterback or Sam Narl goes off and he goes like I want the GM fired I'll go like listen. You want us a lot, but I'm the one paying the bills. Well, like Sam Darnold can't afford to be that guy. Well, I'm, I'm saying like if Sam, <laughs> I'm saying that like if I like the, like I said, Tom Brady makes sense to me. He's won you like a million championships, but Patrick Mahomes, sure. But there is a select list that are afforded that luxury, and I'm thinking that like it's like vets and then Mahomes, even Big Ben. Even if I was a Steelers owner, I wouldn't give Ben like absolute freedom because. I, He's had beef with yeah. wide receivers and other people True, calling them out like there's problems where it's like the Rooney's wouldn't the Rooney's always step in before it gets too far. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's my issue of like Aaron Rodgers wants control, you give him control, but then the problem is that power dynamic changes. Like the structure moves. Like you can inform him like we wanted these are the yes, he could have been informed about uh Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur's done very well, whether or not like he, he is Aaron Rodgers or his play calling. So we'll see, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm wondering what type of control he wants. No, and I and I see where you're coming from because they're they're special. I they're think the only one team that doesn't have an owner. But if I, I think, was an owner, it'd be like, listen, I respect. I I cut you off. I understand that. But if I was an owner and Aaron Rodgers played for me, yes, I would say, all right, I'll talk to you about who you want to bring in as a GM. Who do you feel is a good wide receiver? But at the same but time... But that, what you're talking about right there, has not happened. I know, but that's what I'm saying. They could have given it to them, but at the same time, if he goes, I want the GM fired, I would go, you're not the one paying the bills. I think it's just too late. Yeah, he's I, played for 16 yeah. seasons. I mean, we're talking, like, I, I I get where you're coming from, and don't get me wrong. It's just It's just team, a... It's a death by a thousand cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those things where... He's it's, been forgiving. It's, it's gone over. It's it boils. It boils. It boils. It boils. And now Aaron Rodgers is at the point now where last year, previous to last year, he didn't have this luxury. Even though many would argue he was a top ten of all time, like he hadn't done he hadn't done a lot in the past two three years. But now that he's the MVP, he's taking you to two NFC championships. Like he has the luxury. To say what he need, he needs to say, yeah. and it is one of those things where, if you don't like it, then you can either trade me. Release hell, I I bet Aaron Rodgers would pay you some money to get released. To like yeah, pay his contract to to pay his contract. Like I think that it's one of those things where tensions are too bad now. Yeah, um, I don't think that he'll come back. Um, I don't think there's any way for him to come back mm-hmm. um, unless, the like what you said, Avery, the GM gets fired. Because he's already said it. The GM is who he wants gone, and he'll come back. Yeah. I think. That's what I saw. And it's one of those things where, like I said earlier, there's a select few list who I would give that power to. Payton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. You could even give Big Ben. You could maybe even uh, give Eli. I'd give Phil Rivers it too. Phil Rivers a little bit. There are, but Phil Rivers is a nice guy. He would never do anything like that. But like Patrick Mahomes, like it's one of those things where these top guys and GMs to me, if if you're Patrick Mahomes. I don't give a damn who the GM is. He Patrick Mahomes himself is going to win you nine games. 
Yes, but my my thing is also as a football player, I do not wish injury on anybody. Mm-hmm. You fire a GM after a player demands it, you gotta fill that position. Now I know people will, will go into the GM I mean, role. He'll probably handpick them though. Yeah, and then the thing is, it's like, it's like I think there's other things where it's, do people want to work for you? Do players like that? Like, because imagine if like they give him unchecked privilege. And I know I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is a wonderful human being. He seems nice. He's a good golfer. If he, I would love to have him on the podcast. I would praise Aaron Rodgers. Come on the yeah, podcast, I would, I would, bro. We're your biggest fans. Like actually. I would, you know, like I consider Except him Connor. No, I Connor's been shitting on you no, all week. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like, I, I'm wondering like how the player dynamic would change in football if that happens. No, like, it, it, it's not like you're LeBron James, where it's like I am the greatest, and, and Michael Jordan could like Michael Jordan famously said, "If it ain't Phil, I ain't playing." So. But like I said, in basketball, that's because he had beef with his GM yeah, too. Like, he did, and they got through it, and they got six rings. And it's one of those things. And this is the last thing because I want to move on. Don't get me wrong. Love Aaron Rodgers. Would love for you to be here. But I don't. I don't know why this is like this is such a big deal to people. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron James. LeBron James got David Platt fired. Bro, he's had tons of coaches different, fired. Different sport. See, it's apple one of those and things, orange. It, apple and orange to me. See. It's like it's, it's like one thing. MLB. To me, to me though, can an MLB it, player get a? If Mike Trout wanted to, you can't tell me that if Mike Trout didn't want the GM fired, that GM would be gone. Yesterday. Maybe they get paid too much in the MLB, but it, it's just one of those things where I don't. Aaron Rodgers has been overlooked for far too long. He's not. I don't think he's overlooked. He's MVP. He's one of the greatest players he means of all time. By his by his organization. Okay, about to say by it, people. By, I'm like, by people, maybe God, not. I, and, and I the, think that he, the ground he walks if on. you put him in any other era, come to Carolina, he would be. I would argue if you put him in the seventies, you put him in the eighties, you put him in the nineties, you put him in that early two thousands, he would be the greatest quarterback of that era. But right now, we have the Drew Brees of the world who just retired. We I have the Peyton Mannings. I we have the Tom Brady's. We have arguably four of the top five. I think he'd be in the three conversation. It'd probably Dude. be Brady, Manning, Rogers, Breeze, and then maybe Big Ben. Well, then you, could, you got the Ben, Eli, and Phils, and yeah. Mahomes. But, right? but they're Mahomes. but they're like so to me. Aaron Rodgers, I Phil think Aaron's, Bre- uh, Aaron Rodgers, Philip Rivers, Drew Breeze, and Peyton Tom. Manning, Tom Brady. Yeah, those are those are, are the four. Mount Rushmores. Those are the tops yeah. of the tops. And then right below that, the the A tier. Maybe not the S tier, but the A tier is the Big Bens, the Phil, the Philip Rivers, the Eli Mannings. But it's one of those things where Pat McAfee's gone on record and saying if Peyton Manning wanted a wide receiver gone, he would have a wide receiver I gone. I mean, they got that dude gone after dropped a, dropped a pass in practice. Yeah, yes, Drew Brees. I, I, I understand. I, I am. <laughs> Go ahead. Drew Brees, same thing. Um, like Tom Brady, same thing. I'm so sorry. The only one who has not been given that privilege is Aaron Rodgers. And it's one of those things where if he would have four years ago, three years ago, if he would have been given this privilege of, hey, if you want some of these practice squad guys to be cut, then I don't think we would be having this problem right now. But the fact that they haven't done that, they draft his replacement without him knowing. They, Did they tell Brett Favre about Aaron Rodgers? Yes. I think they did. I think they did, but even if they didn't, Brett Favre 
I would have Aaron Rodgers over Brett Favre any day. Well, at and, the time we didn't know. Like Jordan Love could be the next greatest quarterback. But of you all know time. what happened after? Know. You know what happened after they drafted Aaron Rodgers? Brett Favre went off. Brett Favre left. Yeah, Brett Favre left, went to the Jets, and then went to Minnesota. Or I might have Minnesota, Minnesota first and then the Jets. Jets. But this isn't an exhibition game, Brett. You can't pass the ball <laughs> and, over the. That is wild. Yeah, the, the interception. Like, at he the was end. like forty. Yeah, and it it's just one of those things where I I, I want to wrap this up, but I think Aaron Rodgers has did, has the luxury where he can afford to be this guy, and it sucks. And right, I, I, I understand to? what teams he, Broncos. I th- I, th- I think the Broncos is a good. Right, fit, I agree actually. with you. There should be some control that the the quarterback has on the offensive side, wide receivers, offensive scheme. Maybe not as much on the defense because it's like okay, mm-hmm. like defense is a different type of ball game. But getting demanding a GM getting fired and, the, and firing yeah. the GM because of it would be, I so, think, a huge next step for player power in the NFL. I'll I'll That's tell you I'll tell you my two, uh, the Broncos and the Saints. I do not see the Saints grabbing. I don't him. Think they the got Jameis. I don't. I know, but they I wouldn't just, trade him in the same division. NFC. You mean conference? I mean, yeah, man. That he would go well, to the Broncos. Brady. The Broncos just makes too much sense. They got. And he's got to battle Mahomes. But who else would you want to battle Mahomes? I mean, the Broncos have the best defense in that division, and they get their injured star, Von Miller and Chubb, back, and they just drafted Patrick Sertain, got uh, something. I think they got Ronald Darby, and then they got two studs. They got Will Fuller, too. I think he's one of the Raiders. Nah. They would drop Derek Carr in a heartbeat. Probably, but I think the Broncos just makes too much sense. You don't – no offense to Teddy, but – You'd rather have Aaron than Drew. Locke. I would take Aaron over if Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to come to Carolina. I wouldn't give a. I wouldn't give a rat's ass how many first. How yeah. many first can a player can a team legally give up in a uh, in the I, NFL? I don't. I think, think as many as they want. I think it's as many. It as doesn't many have want. like the NBA rule of consecutives. Mm. Shit, maybe. If I'm That's Carolina, a good question. If if I'm Carolina, I give them the Bobby Bonilla contract give them one million dollars for the next 25 yeah. years i would basically go i'll give you three first like sam Darnold, you are three great first absolutely not not this if you're far. one aaron Rodgers, you're gonna have to come off the hit for at least four or five first if deshaun Watson, Maybe deshaun if watson deshaun watson, watson was demanding three i wouldn't because he's still an older quarterback like he's not happy Who, so you, deshaun deshaun 26 i'm talking about aaron oh. yeah if if Aaron if I know Aaron Rodgers is mad at his place and I know he wants out I can undersell because I know he's not going to play for you so yeah. you're going to get something until his value becomes like either you trade him now at a little bit lesser of a value or you wait the entire year until the guy quits maybe that's why they're waiting because training camp starts like he didn't he ain't, go, he ain't showing up so uh, so talking about players the quarterback for the Alabama Alabama Bryce team. Young is technically getting over a million dollars in endorsements. Now, we have never really addressed player and, and player in our likeness. How do you feel about it? How do you feel like about what's going on right so, now? So, when it turn when it comes in terms of what the way that it is. Let me clarify. We are not talking about players getting played for playing football. We're talking about them getting endorsements. Yeah, so, Separate, so the, I wanted to make sure we're not So the situation, so the situation right now is that it came out a couple months ago that college football players could get paid off their endorsement deals. They could get paid off of their like imi- name, image, and likeness. Um, I think that this is the perfect middle ground um, for paying players. I think paying players is a little bit too steep. 
Um, I think that that's still a long way off. And I know a lot of people have a problem with them getting endorsement deals because it takes away the value of the education. But my, my thing against that is it's not the school that's paying for it's not the school that's giving them the money. It's these organizations, your Doritos, your PetSmarts, your Nikes, your whatever it is that is giving them this money. So the scholarships are still intact. The The football team itself is not paying them a single cent. Now, I, and the reason why I think that this is good is because I think that there are a lot of walk-ons who have not been able to do a lot of the stuff that regular college students could do. I mean, you look at a couple years ago, that UCF punter who had a YouTube channel who has like 5 million subscribers, and he got kicked out of the UCF program because he tried to make money off of his YouTube channel. And so I think that this is the perfect middle ground. Um, I don't, I think that paying the players like at the school paying the players is too much because it begs the question of what do we do? Do we have, um, do we pay the quarterback in the center different amounts of money? Do we pay the women's soccer team and the football team? Do we pay them different amounts of money? So I think that the way that we have it right now is the perfect middle ground. I think that this was inevitably in that Inevitable. inevitably coming. Um, but I think that this is where they need to be. Um, yeah. because I think that if you actually wanted the schools to start paying for them, like pay, yep. giving yeah. them money, it's going to overcomplicate things because I think there's like over 5,000 to 10,000 athletes in the NCAA. And so you think about, there's, I would think more than five to 10,000. Think it's ten to thirteen. I think it's ten like to thirteen. In all 000. sports, in, in all, sp- including all sports. Yeah. Oh, okay. About to say. Okay. Let me look it up. I mean, yeah. I just like you said, paying them, the school paying them, just isn't going to happen. Yeah. Kids who are like going to the school just for education aren't going to want their tuition to go up to pay students. Exactly, and that's the thing is that if you pay, start paying student, if you start playing payers, you're the organization the these billion dollar companies are not going to want to pay that out of pocket yeah. they want to keep their profit as um, much as they can i would like to issue a correction there are 460,000 NCAA student that might athletes have been just football that you said i think you're talking about maybe football because that could be right i was going to say like there's a lot i was like 10 to 13,000 <laughs> like mean, there's you- probably like that many athletes in the UN like NC State. In like NC State. <laughs> but you can look up uh, football. But I understand. I do think that, for my opinion, I think it will be interesting. Because I do think that, you know, could you – a lot of sports don't make money. You have to have both male and female sport. That is a constitutional, like, that was a big uh, – look it up in the history. Like, you, if you provide baseball, you need to provide softball. If you provide soccer, you need to have a female soccer team – Provide it because of the equality, which is great. I, I'm not arguing against it. Um, I do think Live. it'd be interesting of like, does, <laughs> you know, it is interesting. Do you pay the Alabama quarterback more than you would pay the U, Charlotte's quarterback? No, Absolutely. not at all. UNC Charlotte, biggest contract. Yep, a yeah, million dollars. And I think you and would a have coupon to, Charlotte, we will give Bryce Young more <laughs> Screw uh, the five kids. billion. Screw the kids. The entire tuition for one year. So I do think that for for fairness, 
it would make sense because you would absolutely have to put a cap. What if we give him a lifetime supply of Bojangles? Hey, I would have. Giannis got a lifetime supply of uh, Chick Fil A. He did. Yeah, apparently. Good, good for him. Man's got enough money. Good. Wow. I do think though that you would have to set someone of like maybe you might actually see a cap. It would be very. I think, I think it would be cap, very though. interesting if they were like, all right, you're in SEC, which potentially Oklahoma and Texas might be joining the SEC, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, if you said, hey, you're in the SEC, you have ten million dollars to pay your players. Because yes, would it, would it change by conference though? Because I think so, depending on the the, the size well, of your SEC conference, SEC would be the most expensive. One. So the yeah. I know that it would, but at here's not, my thing is that if you change, somebody's going to get screwed over, and it's going to help somebody, but it's going to screw over yes, somebody but else. Also, it it might make something of like, oh, you could go to um, you want to go to Alabama, best school for football, or Clemson, and they only could pay you like. Ten to fifteen thousand as a walk-on, but you're good enough to go to Charlotte and make thirty thousand. So you could go. Hmm, I mean, it could say like a, a player. I could get paid more and have more time in the spotlight at a smaller school and eventually transfer up because I think there has because. Do I think schools underhandedly pay players right now? Yes, For they've sure. been caught doing it. Yeah. So if you set a cap of something agreeable like ten million dollars. You could definitely pay your quarterback a million, and then pay the rest of the of the team, and maybe like certain like your kicker could get paid like twenty thousand so dollars a Louisville year. So Louisville buying them strippers is that still a no no? No, because technically they didn't buy strippers for the students. They bought the strippers to come to a random room, and the kids just happened to be there. It's just an an unfortunate incident of events. It happens to the best of us. If you don't accidentally walk into a room and there's strippers, are you really living life? Here's here's my thing, and, and Avery, I'll let you kind of sound off. Um, it, it's one of those things where I think that number one, I know that this is cool to talk about, but number one, I don't think this them having a cap or them having a budget for playing players. I don't think that will ever happen. Um, and number two, I think that somebody's going to get screwed over. It's either going to be the big schools or the small schools. Definitely and, the small schools. Yeah. And, and if and even if we're talking about all NCAA players getting like paid, even if they get paid a thousand dollars, that's four hundred million dollars. Well, I did look it up. If you paid them twenty five thousand dollars, my calculator came out to one point one five e to the tenth power. So that's hundred thousand million billion, and you have an extra one. So you might be in about the. T- maybe trillions potentially yeah so um let's just keep signing on abolish money go back to the barter system is that i think that that's probably the best of just like having them sign autographs having them make money off their tiktok accounts and youtube accounts i think that's fair i think that's the the ncaa is terrible for taking that dude's youtube money away were you did you hear what we were talking about nothing to do with the ncaa yeah you have no business taking someone's money just because they play a, at your school. There's a guy that I watch on you uh, on TikTok. I can't remember his name right now, um, but he is a defensive tackle from Elon and is a walk-on. Mm-hmm. And so, because you're a walk-on, you no don't get money. You don't have any type of scholarship, so you're Paying having to pay. To play. And number two, he out of pocket. You don't even get a chance to pay that money from 
the TikTok account that you run, which has hundreds of thousands of followers, mm-hmm. you can't sign autographs to pay that tuition. And so I know that that walk on is a small percentage of the, it's the just, people, but just, I think that that's it, still like 40% yeah. of your players I, are walk ons. And I, that's messed make, up. This makes everything fair, I feel. I, th- I think that this is the best option. I think that this is, I think this is a good option for, for it. And I do think that if we are going to start paying players potentially that, or just playing football because it makes the most money. There needs to be a large oversight because imagine if like California says, "All right, you come to the Trojans, we'll pay you fifteen to twenty thousand dollars," and like you're not, you could go there and then you know you could get on top of that all the signing bonus and then like other things are going to start happening. So I think this is the best solution for right now until we see other things. Happen. I, I I don't think that it's going to go anywhere. Are else, they? To be honest with you, are they going to give Reggie Bush's Heisman back? I don't no. think they will. Why um, did he not I, get his Heisman anyway? Because he took money. He like he took money from somebody while he was at USC. Yeah. And so when they found out about it, they, they took, took his, his Heisman, Heisman away. Do they actually take the trophy? Yeah. yeah. They, Someone just needs to make him. And I think they trophy. scratched him from the like yeah, the record books. It's not stuff. existent. Yeah. But talking about the college football, talking about college football, we got to talk about um, over the past week. There's been a lot of talks about a 12-team college football playoff. Um, I think that they're going to vote on it in two months, three months, something like that, on whether or not they want to do it. Yeah. Um, how do we feel about the 12-team? Even if you don't like the 12-team itself, do are you open to expanding it to six, Absol- eight, ten? I, I, as Mike Leach says, 64 teams. Heck no. This isn't March Madness. That's too much. Basketball makes sense. Yeah. Football. Yeah. One and done. Do the NFL like I mean, six dude, or eight. Think about it. You like you do March Madness, and in order to win, you would have to pay – you would have to play – one, two, three, at least like six, seven more games when your season is only like 12 games. They I just think, need to do eight or six. Yeah. I think 12 is a good number because it gives just enough teams that you could have a surprise. I think eight is yeah, a good but, number but because like, I think that like you look at a couple like years ago with Boise bad. State. Boise State, I think it was about 10 years ago with Kellen Moore or Kelly Moore, it's something with Moore. Um, K Moore. Um, yeah, sure. But they were ranked number five. Um, they could never get above number five. You look at UCF a couple years ago. Yeah, they won they the were championship. Ranked, they were ranked number five or number six. So, like, I think eight allows you to get – dude, Coastal Carolina was in the top eight. Yeah, imagine um, they make it and they got to play Bama first. Yeah, and I know that it's one Watch of those things get where, like <laughs> – <laughs> I, I know that it's one of those things where, like, you want the surprise because I think that that's cool. You don't think there's 12 good football teams? Dude, I don't think there's six teams after six that could compete with the top six in a tournament like that. No, I agree. I agree. I think that it it would open its way right, to about some 10? surprises. What about 10? See, but with 10, you would have two – like, you would have – Give two teams buys, a buy. Give two like, teams buys. Number one and number two. See, I, I think that eight. I think, I think six or honestly, eight. Honestly, I, I would. I'm siding with Avery on this. I would rather it be eight. Give me I your eight teams. Eight. Give me like the eight teams it you would, think well, would be Bama, Bama okay. Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, maybe Notre Dame. No, Notre Dame, but the other. Two, three, so we just said five that are pretty much locks. Yeah. But if you stay at four, nobody really is going to beat those. Like, yeah, literally, 
Alabama hasn't been out of the college football playoff since I think its inception. I don't think Clemson's been out of it in the past six years. Yeah. Um, and the other two, Ohio State's always a revolving door. Georgia's always a revolving yeah, door. Um, Notre Dame is so always the SEC. a re- now, revolving do, door. Do you think it'd be a good idea for – because um, I think – let me pull it up and make sure. I think this is going to get turned down. Texas and Oklahoma have reached out in attempt to join the SEC. Do you think that's a good idea? Adding I think Oklahoma will. I think I think that Oklahoma has the better shot of joining the SEC. Don't they keep compared, winning Heisman's? Yes. Well, Spencer Rattler is apparently supposed to be like number one pick this upcoming NFL draft. Um, so he he's supposed to be legit. He's supposed to be really good. What position he play? Um, quarterback. quarterback. What a surprise! Um, he Spent with is, a name like Spencer should have known. He's an albino. They make albino Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> they make black Greeks. Um, What's his name? Spencer. Spencer Rattler. <laughs> I didn't know, but that's cool. I don't. I mean, honestly, it doesn't. I know matter. he has blonde hair. Every time Texas wins a good game, to say we're. Horns are back, Horns baby. Up. Did you? See, They're not going to make it out of this. Did SEC. you see? Uh, did you see the other day they came to some kind of resolution that if you do horns down, you could get a penalty and you could get a res- like you could get fined or something for, for what for, from Texas? No, so horns up is like the good thing for Texas. Yeah, but it's like a rock if and roll like thing. Baker Mayfield or like somebody who hates Texas, like in Oklahoma, do a horns down to kind of be like. F you. Kind of, like, screw you. They can get a penalty What about for when it. Baker put his flag in the... Yeah, well, but that was is, after the game. Is new, this is, like, coming up this, what, is this Are like, we telling me this that... This is, like, a racial thing for Texas? I don't know. Are, we we tell, are you telling me that the land of, oh, uh, if, if you talk shit, you're going to get hit, is a little upset if I put things like this? I went to Hickory Ridge, okay? And we had our own little bowl sign. If someone was doing this to us on the football field... They probably deserved it because my four years at Hickory Ridge. You'd probably we, just laugh because this just looks stupid. Yeah, anyways. this is dumb. Like, oh, horns uh, down. Also, for the people who can't see us, we're doing the horns down. down because we're just doing this. They have no idea what this. Like is. This like, is dumb. I would, I would be pissed if I was like, oh yeah, Texas just horns. Just flip them off. Horns, yeah. Just flip them off. Nah, yeah. I mean, yeah just, Your mom. <laughs> Your mom. I, I'm, I'm always surprised by like these like people. Go like sleep with your cousin. Big sports fans are like, oh, don't get hurt by your feelings, but like, they're like, they're oh, the... I don't want them to act out of line. Like, oh, I love when players like talk smack and like Bro, when they're doing like the peace too. sign at the end of this uh, at the Super Bowl. He's yeah. like, yes, yeah, son, I got that, you and stuff. Boy, we, I love it. I'm surprised Devin Bush, Steelers middle linebacker, when he played for Michigan, they didn't like find him because before like the game against Michigan State, he went on the middle of their field, and just scraped it up with yeah, his like, cleats. Well. Juju danced on the Bengals thing yeah, and got too. rocked. That too. But I mean, you know, like it's like the same thing with the Titans. Like they stepped all over the Ravens. Yeah, uh, and they like, did it on theirs. Let let your let your game answer. Don't yeah. find someone. For I think I think being that silly. is. Yeah, I mean, if you're like doing really obscenity stuff, like cursing at kids, sure, get him in trouble. But yeah, like running over the wheelchair kid or something. I think I would agree with eight. I would agree with eight because I do feel that like. <laughs> There are teams that I feel like are just good enough that could cause an upset. Like, because sometimes you have like that one shot where, like, yeah, when Peyton Manning was at, like, what, Tennessee or Texas? What team was he on? Tennessee. Tennessee. His team was good enough to potentially make, if they had the college football championship back then, like Florida, you have all these other teams that, like, could rise to the ranks. And when they get, like, six, it's like, well, they were really good. And, like, if, if they it's do, like the like, whole, like, kick six thing. And, like, when um, it's not an app, but, like, when App beat, you know, Michigan and it was, like, a big thing. I would love to see like a six seed upset Alabama. Like that would 
Vegas would make so much money. UNC Charlotte? Um, 2020, yeah, 2025. I give it 150 years before our team gets off the ground. Well, apparently, um, apparently Gardner Minshew is 2,500 to one odds of winning the MVP. So if we put ten dollars, anything's on possible. Minshew, Does he even on a team? He's on the Jags. He's the backup Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> but he can still. They're gonna. <laughs> so sit you're Trevor saying Lawrence. there's a chance. Um, I feel bad for Gardner. So, a little bit off topic, but talking about sports, we got to talk about the MLB All-Star Game. Mm. Um, Pete Alonzo. Bro, Pete, Pol- Polar Pete is insane. I, I watched the Derby. He had the best pitcher. He was buttering those dude, up, bro. cash. Dude, the dude didn't get out of like... He, so, if you look like at the picture, it's one. literally like all of the balls are within like six inches of each other. That's a good... Like, hire that man. It was literally like... Right down the middle, right where you want. There was to only be. one, and he like hit Pete. Yeah, and Pete just like shrugged it off, like, "Don't worry, I'm about to pimp twenty five more." I tell you what, though, bro, I actually want all the home run derbies to be in Colorado because of the high altitude. It the by the ball flies far farther, and my dad was telling me that they didn't do like they didn't measure it right. No, they didn't do something with the balls, which makes it go even further. Mm. Oh, yeah, just let these Dude, freaks Juan in nature. So- Juan Soto hit a 520-foot home run. To put that in perspective, if that was in a real game... Hold on, I got a burp. If that was in a real <laughs> game, that would be tied for ninth all-time in the history of Major League Baseball. And then somebody else did something. I can't remember who it was, but somebody else hit one. Was it, that was was it five, Shohei? 16. Shohei didn't actually do very well. Shohei, in his warm-ups, hit one on the top level. How do you hit one on the top level? They're comparing him to Babe Ruth. Man can do it all, apparently. Bro, this man's better than Babe Ruth. I, I truly do think that Probably. he is better than Babe Ruth. Because I've already talked about how Babe Ruth I'm not crapping on Babe Ruth. It's just like... No, I am. Difference he didn't play a- with black people. Well, it's difference in athletes back then and now. Babe Ruth looked like he ate 10 turkey sandwiches and smoked a pack of cigarettes during the game. And then Shohei's like, drank a 40. He does have that baby face, though. Yeah, well, he's like 23. Well, dude, he he's the first person in MLB history to pitch and lead off the, like, so he pitched in the All-Star At game. Like a 90-some-odd, and then super fast. He, he let off pitched, the batters. And then let off and, when and he was hitting, home run derby. which is dad gum wild. That man is not human. He is an alien that came to play baseball. He's stealing the face of baseball from Tatis. <laughs> or Acuna. But he's he's older than the rest of them. I think Shohei's like 26, 27, no. whereas Tatis is 22. I don't care. Acuna's I like it. Acuna's 22. I, I think baseball needs these Soto's guys. 22. Baseball needs – like baseball has is, is been – I think starving for like faces of the franchise, watching players have fun and hit balls and do all this crazy stuff like pimple. Pimple. Listen, I want, I don't listen. No hitters. I know how rare they are. I know how spectacular, perfect games are. I want to see a man crush a ball 5,000 yards. Bring back steroids. I just want to see people nailing things. You should watch the Padres, man. They put up like 20 on the Nationals. Jesus. Rest and in like, peace. Yeah, sorry, Kaylee. I they're, feel like I'm out to get you. I'm not. Their uh, their their life privileges got forfeited on that 20 points. And it, the Cubs got you like 20 else? dropped Fuck on Tom too. Wilson. Yeah, dude, I hate that guy. What did he do? <laughs> Everything. So apparently, last week we thought that 
Avery said Tom Wilson's the dirtiest player in the game. And my dad was talking about how somebody like, like did this really dirty hit in the playoffs or something like that. And apparently it was an avalanche player who did it, but Avery thought it was Tom Wilson who did it. And Kaylee's a Capitals fan and Tom Wilson's on the Capitals. And she came in hot. She came in. It was like, like not, she doesn't get super mad, but she came in and was like, Giving it to my man Avery. He's hey, like, that's not what happened. Don't you ever it disrespect. You, you, it'll be Tom Wilson next month or something. Facts. Or next season. You, you know, it'll happen. I mean, did you see the clip where the Rangers yeah. just threw all their gloves down and they all just started fighting? It's because yes. of Tom Wilson. Also, fun fact. Screw him. I want y'all to know the AL has beat the NL in the All-Star game like eight years in a row. Dang, the, like, but, you want to talk about t- dominance? But the like, NL has won the championship. They have won the championship, but the fact that they're winning in the All-Star game is just wild to me because I actually thought the NL was going to win, but they did not. But Were they oh, trying? We didn't bet money on that. I did not. I was close to, actually, but I did not. How many minutes have you been talking for? It feels like a long uh, time. A minute and 16. A minute, know. an hour and 16? Because a minute been... and 16, we have not been talking long at all. I yep. would be high as a kite if that only took us a minute to talk through that entire thing. Um. So that's all I got to talk about. That's it. That was good. Um, a good episode. I, I'm hoping that we will have some updates on the uh, college football playoff and the Aaron Rodgers stuff next yeah, time. We can talk about it next week. And hopefully, we'll and now that hockey's done, basketball's done, baseball. Football is, starts in a week or two football weeks. Football starts in two weeks. So we're going to – Over the next month, we're going to be talking about football again and – Get, hopefully your your Cowboys fan can come on the show and we can give some division leaders some kind of Ban- estimates some of banter. some some banter. Give them crap because Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott's fat and can't run. So. Did you see what he looks like now? He's not fat anymore. That dude got built as mess. Ezekiel Elliott's going to go for 800 yards and people are going to argue that he's one of the best top five running backs in the league. He always does that. Give me so. your top five right now. Top five, yeah, but, but well, that's the thing we're talking about. Uh, Dalvin Cook, okay, number one. C Mac, okay. Saquon, you're Eric giving Henry. you're giving Saquon um, higher than Zeke. Even he's not Saquon's. ranking him; he's just listing his top five. Yes, but I would say Saquon's better than Zeke. Um, I would. I'm not putting. Sa- I'm not putting Zeke in my top seven. Give me your top ten, then I guess. All right, so I would go. <laughs> I would go. Where is this man's rank? Number one, I would go with Derrick Henry. Okay. Number two, I would go with Dalvin. Okay. Number three, I would go with C Mac. Okay. Number four, I would go with Alvin. Okay. Number five, I would go with Saquon. Okay. Number six, I would go with Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Kyler I'm just Murray, I'm um, Josh Allen. <laughs> number six, I would go with. Hmm. hmm. It's harder than it seems. Yeah, about to say like, whoa, like I'd put Zeke right after that. Maybe you well, could argue I'm, I'm, Nick Chubb, and that's about I it. I would say Nick Chubb over Zeke. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of teams. That's that's all your really great running backs right now that I can think of. I mean, maybe you can say Green Bay's Aaron Jones. I would put Aaron Jones above Zeke. Zeke, when was? Well, his first two years. But Zeke is the most overrated player in the NFL so right if, now. So if if my Cowboys fan does manage to get on, I will clip this and just have him ready to go. I, I debate will, with Jake. Debate with Jake. I, this is I'm your next it. debate with Jake. I'm for it. 
I will I bet will. somebody a th- I would bet fifty dollars that Zeke does not get over eleven hundred yards next year. Do it a thousand. Do it. I was close to saying. Do do a thousand. Do a thousand because that's like the benchmark. I'm not taking that because I think that Zeke. You cannot tell me. Wait, let's see. And I know that Dak. I know Dak was hurt last year. He ran for eight hundred last year. You cannot. You cannot tell me that with Dak out. And they rely solely on you, Zeke. Yes, but he also... You can't get 1,000 yards. As my friend... Bro, Andrew, last year he had 979 rushing yards. Still not 1,000. I told... My friend told me they lost both their both their tackles. James Robinson had more. And James Robinson won one game. I, I just think Zeke's overrated. And I, I say... I don't think Dak is. <laughs> are you... Are, will you Mar- say if I get my friend on the Dude, podcast this week, debate this, with Jake? I will say this to his face. Debate yes. with Jake. All right. Yes. <laughs> are we doing what's, the podcast? What's the debate with Jake, though? What, what Zeke, do I have? Saquon over five. Zeke. Saquon over Zeke? Absolutely. Okay. I, I can't. Absolutely. Mm. If you think... I, 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 I would probably put maybe Dalvin, CMC, Derrick Henry... Maybe Camara okay. and have Zeke somewhere in the five for what you he's been able to do. You can do that. I will. Right, I Saqu- wouldn't. I wouldn't Saquon's put better. this. I wouldn't put that as Saquon better because he's been injured the last two yeah, years. I wouldn't make that your debate topic. I would just put him as top five. I will. I will argue till the death of me that uh, Zeke is not top five. Give me top seven, and then you're sure. Uh, top seven's tough because top seven you are starting to get into like. I can make the argument that he's not top five. We'll top say top five. We'll say top five. Hard. I will talk to my Cowboys friend, Andrew, and I will okay. get him on this podcast this well, weekend. We will debate with Jake with this. Are we trying week? to do this next this weekend? Yeah, because we, we, we're going could we, on a... Could we... Wait. We have next weekend. That's true. Two weeks? All right. So y'all figure that we'll out. We'll figure this out. Not on the podcast. Yeah. Well, so. that was good. We Y'all have something to look forward to. Yeah. We greatly appreciate you listening. We'll see you guys next week. Y'all have a good one. Bye-bye.